1: Hi, this is Rahul. Today is um, September 17th. Uh, the time is about uh, 3.30 p.m. and NPC has been conducting Zoom or conference calls from 2011. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, have you never asked the question, please show your face. Let Gayatri know that you're a newcomer. She will promote people who have never asked questions. Rupika? Hey. Yes, sir.
2: So, is the Q&A session going on? Shall I ask a question? Okay. I'm waiting for it. Okay, sure. Uh, My name is Surya and this is my wife, Rupika. So, Mm -hmm. we are in a kind of awful situation right now. So, last year we applied for H4 um, extension for my wife. Mm -hmm. Uh, This year, during the month of uh, May, I switched jobs. So uh, in June, we got a, um, the case was denied error for the previous H4 extension for my wife. So right now, after talking to my attorneys, uh, we have filed for a non-pro-tank application uh, for i539 and i765. And uh, along with that, uh, we also uh, opened an MTR application, uh, motion to reopen and reconsider. So mm-hmm. we just wanted to know, like, um, whether this is the right way to proceed, or if there are any other alternatives which we can go.
1: Do you have children who are born outside in in United States?
2: Yes, we have a kid, he's two years old.
1: And did you say that you got the denial in May of two thousand and
2: twenty-one? June. June. June eight and nine.
1: Yeah. I I am not telling that your lawyer is wrong in doing what he did, but here is the danger that I see in you. The danger I see in you is that, what if we get the denials in both the things? Okay, then your wife would be considered to be unlawfully present since the time the denial comes. And if the unlawful presence goes to 180 days, There is a three year bar on her that she cannot come into this country. That's the reason I asked the question whether she's eligible for the travel ban exception, which you and I all know that she's exempt from the travel ban. I would make a H4 appointment in India and get the stamping there in India. Okay, okay.
2: So uh, we did ask our attorneys and they wanted us to wait for a while. Um, so they wanted to- Yes, pay- you, I, I, whatever while you wait, I'm fine. But if it crosses
1: 180 days, that's the danger. The second thing is that if you if you make an appointment right now and you luckily some miraculously get the it's for approval before that, you can always cancel the appointment. I know you don't care about $150. Do you? You don't. Um, I'll take it from you. Okay. Um, so I would make an appointment right now for your H four. Though I would not wait because if you decide it in November, you want to make an appointment, you may not get an appointment until February. That's true. Yeah.
3: So the problem with getting an appointment in India is uh, all the con- almost
2: all the consulates are closed for the immigration visas. Uh, um, and only the New Delhi and uh, the Mumbai appointments are open for emergency uh, appointments. No, not
1: ex- no, there are they are they open sporadically
2: though. Okay. They
1: don't open every time you go online. You see them. You do not see them. But you only see them whenever they open it. I was being told that there are some agencies in India. They keep on checking. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. When the appointment comes in, they book it. I don't know how they work it out. You can mm-hmm. pay them hundred dollars to do that work for you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would recommend you. Okay, thank Next thank person. You.
2: Uh, one uh, final question to that. Like, can we get uh, appointments outside of India, like Canada or somewhere? Is it, does that no, mean-
1: I would, I would not recommend you go anywhere because she is not maintaining the legal status. Once she doesn't maintain the legal status, the only country that she is supposed to go is her home country, which is India.
3: Next uh, person,
4: please. Thank you. Thank you. Sudhakar. Sudhakar.
1: Yes, I am. I am Sudhakar.
4: Hello. Yes, Sudhakar. My name is Sudhakar, and I am in a really uh, um, unexpected situation. I was all set to submit an EB-3 downgrade application for concurrent filing, Uh, Mm -hmm. with medicals fee, everything. I sent the package to our company attorney. Mm -hmm. Then I came to know that my two dependents H-4 was not applied for extension, along with my H-1B. It has been eight months, sixteen days. Is there any way we can apply it from USA due to COVID situation? and how to correct this uh, crude illegal stay for eight months.
1: This is what I would propose you to do right now. So first is consult a lawyer. If you want to consult, you can consult me. I may have some practical method that I, won't, I don't want to discuss with you in this conference call.
4: OK, sir. Okay.
1: OK. Uh-huh. but she may have to leave the country and maybe you just have to file the 485. I'll discuss with you. Next, because it's if it is within six months, everything could have been resolved right now. Uh-huh. That's the reason I was pointing out to them, remember? I don't know yes, if they're yes. still there. I yes, exactly. God sent you for them though, but nobody sent somebody for you. Um, that's exactly what I was trying to avoid for them though. Yes. That what your wife got into soup. So since you're, you're already in soup, we have to extract you a little bit more harder than what they did. But I want you to consult with me privately. Next no, okay, person, so. please.
3: Abhishek?
4: Oh, hi, uh, my name is Abhishek and my EB3 downgrade was filed in October 2020. And since then I've just got my biometrics done. So my question is if my EB2 dates uh, become current, uh, does it make sense to file 485 under EB2? My Ooh. application is right at Texas Service Center and it's been lying there
1: for a, a lot months. of pressure is coming up on us on this Texas Service Center problems. Absolutely, when we look into the stats though, but we still at this point of time are not advising people to either interfile or file 485 again. That's our opinion right now and keep watching. Maybe in two weeks we might change our opinion. Okay, thank you. And then we are doing a lot of different efforts trying to see if any miracle happens by the end of this year. If not, we may change our opinion. But at this point of time, my our radio minister's opinion is don't file it, please. But we will. We may change our opinion, sir. So. Next person. Okay. Okay. Jas. Yes, uh, Rahul. Thank you for your time. Uh, so, I have two quick questions. I have uh, filed my adjustment of status and received my EAD combo card, EAD and uh, mm-hmm. advanced parole. I have not gone out of the country. My family went a few times. Uh, I, I didn't ha- have any need as such for uh, eight, nine years almost. So, will there be any risk uh, uh, going out and coming back if you're not gone for such an extended time? Or shall I wait for a green card to come and... um You have an advanced parole, is it right? Yeah. And you have child who's born in the United States? Yeah, so that's my next question actually. So, But did you, you answered yes to that question? Yes, yes, sir. Oh, I don't see any problem in you going out, even if you have not gone outside the country for the past 15 years. If you go right now, will it cause any problem? No, you have an advanced parole. Oh, good. Okay, so and and in the situation, actually, uh, how the kid born in US is used? Like, do they ask some questions or do you to tell oh, them? You just, you just take the dead birth certificate, that's it. Oh, we are it only true. trying to, the, 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 the reason why we are asked, I am asking this question for everybody, US citizen, is trying to see if they are, have a travel ban. The people, so that's the reason I was asking though, nothing to do with your advanced world and traveling. You had, there is a travel ban. You can't come to USA. So you must be exempt from the travel ban. To exempt from the travel ban, you must be having a US citizen. That's the reason I was asking everybody. The same yeah, that, yeah, that's correct. You're good, that's you're good. good. I, if I were you, I would travel though. Okay, cool. Thank you, though thank when, you. Sir. <laughs> though when I was you, I was so scared, I was chicken. <laughs> And uh, even though I was an immigration lawyer, I was chicken, I did not travel at the time, but <laughs> now it's different. After many years' experience, I will tell you, you can travel, no problem, sir.
5: Next person, yes. Arun? Hi, Rahul, this is Arunya. Thank you for hosting the call. Um, I just have a one quick question. Um, uh, like a week to 10 days ago, I received my um, RFP for uh, submitting my I-693 medical. And uh, we submitted it and it has been received by the USCIS as per their uh, per their like an online portal, like where I can check my case status. Uh, but the physician at the time didn't, didn't give us a copy. They said they will send it to us in um, via email. And when they sent the, uh, the 693 copy, I noticed that uh, in my 693 form, uh, the preparer forgot to sign on the page number four at line number eight, where they're supposed to sign. Um, so I'm going back and forth and trying to determine if I should proactively resubmit. I don't I mean,
1: Sometimes what in our office, the way it does is that, um, I, I, I sign it after scanning though, and that's what I do. So I don't know if that's a, that's a thing, but if you don't want to take any chance, have, go and get freshly issued and then submit it again, because, okay. but, but do, do I see a case where a person has submitted the medical and there is something wrong? They will automatically deny it. No, they will issue a second RFP though.
5: Okay. Yeah. Because I I signed and the physician has signed. It was just a preparer on the page. Oh,
1: oh oh, it, oh, 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 okay. Let me look into that form though.
5: Yeah. So I was supposed to sign on page two and the doctor on page number eight of the new form and the page four is for the preparer. That's where the preparer forgot to sign.
1: Give me one second, love. Page Mm -hmm. four is what you're speaking about, is that right? Yes, that's right, yeah. Absolutely not required that to be formed. Preparer is something different, like a lawyer like
5: me. Right, lawyer or nurse in the physician's office who prepares the form.
1: No, that's fine. The doctor can directly prepare it. They don't need any signature there.
5: Okay. So as long as doctor and I have signed on page two and eight, that's okay.
1: That's fine. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. You don't need to prepare, prepare a sign. It won't be denied because of that.
5: Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's thank you so much. Yeah. Sure. Next person,
6: please.
3: Rupesh.
6: Uh, Hi. Hi hi rahul uh, so this is rupesh here so i am talking on behalf of my wife uh, a couple of days uh, you know before uh, we had talked regarding this uh, automatic revalidation process by traveling to mexico for a stay of 20 days so just a couple of questions here so is it sufficient only my wife who is a h1b visa holder is she travels uh, and oh, that's
1: fine.
6: or yeah. should we also accompany her is she coming back in h4 no no she's on h1b i'm on h4 why is she
1: traveling there? For, for uh, I
6: mean, for uh, visa extension, because this December, uh, her visa, would uh, the cap will max out and uh, her perm uh, was initiated on January uh, 20th. Uh, so, so, so
1: what? what is that she is trying to achieve by going to Mexico and coming?
6: Back? Uh, to get uh, that one year extension for visa by recapturing those 20 days outside to being outside country. Ah, so what you're telling is to stay outside the country.
1: So she's a, per- she a person who needs her presence outside. Who cares about okay. you? You're not in the picture, buddy.
6: Okay, so uh, like, is there any, like any worst case scenario? Like if she gets deported or something while re uh, reentering, uh, any such risk involved?
1: I don't see anything.
6: Okay. I, I mean, I mean more-
1: is it... Is there a chance people can die in a lightning strike and shark can bite when she's there in the Cancun? Yes, always <laughs> a chance. Uh, but yeah, I mean, unless she goes in the shark tank, you know. So, I, I, it's not normally likely that she'll get deported.
6: Okay, yeah, I, even I was just asking the worst case scenario. Just uh, one more last question, sir. Uh, like since she's traveling uh, on a vacation for a 20 days, uh, since now with work from home, is it if she can work from there, like, uh, you know, as a normal, like uh, connecting? Let's say all, I'm not going
1: normal? to, let's say I'm not going to answer that question. And let me tell you that. Have I seen any people getting into trouble because of that? No, I did not. Next
6: person. <laughs> okay. Thank you.
3: Skundu? Uh, yeah. Hi. So um, my, I have both my EB3 and EB2 uh, I-140 approved. Um, my priority is date a... is, pardon me?
1: I was asking priority date, go ahead. Uh,
3: my priority date is Jan 9th, 2014. So I missed it like by three days in like-
1: uh, One day, uh, two days, two days. Two
3: days, yeah. So I have a very good offer, like one of my dream jobs. Uh,
1: so, so, so wait a minute, you missed in October of 2020?
3: No, I didn't file it then. My uh, company was not ready to file it then. Uh, My I one forty. So, so now they are ready. I
1: am not. I am not moving because of the two days, ma'am. I'm not moving right now.
3: Like Charlie just said Uh, yesterday, nothing is going to move. I am
1: not moving, ma'am. I'm not moving.
3: It's up to you. What?
1: Um, keep coming to this conference call or watch our YouTube later. I'm not moving. This is my opinion. Whatever you want to do, you do it.
3: Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Next Allah.
1: next person, please.
3: Two days. Come
1: on. Wait a little bit. Next person,
3: please. Vinny? Uh, Vinny, I can't Vinnie? hear
1: you. Uh, Miss Koda, the other, I had one person that I'm filing for in uh, October. Hand. Yeah, it is actually that guy's date is one day before. Go ahead, ma'am.
3: Vini,
1: can you hear me? Yes, I can Can hear you.
3: Yes, Vinny. Okay, so basically, sir, my husband's green card just got approved and uh, his ex-employer is the one that who sponsored it. And he called and he said that there is a law that you have, there is a rule that if you get your green card approved, then you have to come back and work with the employer within 30 days. Is that
1: correct? Show it it to me on the immigration site. In fact, okay. there is a rule that says that... Um, I'm going to try to copy that.
3: Uh, uh. Because he is already working in a, uh, in a current project and he just wants to finish it and then go back to him because I believe that when you have an interview at the, at the time of citizenship, then it can be an issue if you don't work for your ex-employer. And he is thinking that he is going to work, but is it a rule that he has to go back and work within Absolutely
1: 30 Absolutely not required, ma'am. Absolutely right. not required.
7: Okay. Uh, there's a and memo there's no that, that is AC21,
3: there. AC21 or anything that he needs to file or anything?
1: Nothing. He can... He can he can flip a burger in McDonald's, he can be a lawyer, he, he can be a Microsoft CEO, right. and he can just sit be a house husband, just like the way I was when I was came to USA. Yeah. All
3: right, be. sir. Next person. Thank you, plays. sir.
1: Thank you. Oh, so I like those old days when I was a house husband. Yep. Say that- <laughs> All right. Uh right here.
3: Hopefully you can hear me. Sure. That's uh, uh, a
1: very quick question. Um, my 485 is spending uh,
7: more than six months, and 140 is approved, and I have my uh, Green Card i 80 on hand. I'm planning to switch employers. Do but, it. Yeah, and
4: and one question is whether I do it on, whether I have the new employer do it and do a H-1B transfer into it, or Green Card i use Green Card E80? Personally, I
1: if I... Personally, if I were you, I'm not going to feed immigration lawyers unnecessarily by filing a H-1B. Okay. Thank and you. remember that I told the other lady two days prior to date was backlogged. I told her not to move, but I'm telling you a completely different story. If I were you, I wouldn't move.
4: Yeah. Is it the same risk of going uh, either going on EAD versus
1: going on H-1B? I believe, I personally believe. Here is the thing though. If you go on H-1B, you're risking 5 to 7%. If you're risking on EAD alone, you're putting between 0.5% to a port 1.5%. Pick your choice. Pick your poison, okay? So yeah. I choose now. Is there a chance that you can go on EAD and still risk? There is a chance. I told you 0.5% to 1.5%. But if you go with the H-1B, that's a lot more percentage but people pick that option because the lawyers tend to tell, do the H1B and AC22 and I'll get double the money. Next person, please. AB? And we only tell you one truth. Oh, if your 485 gets denied, you'll be in trouble. Of course, that is true. Next person, please. AB? AB? Yeah, hi, sorry sir i have a
8: quick question thanks for taking my call um, mm-hmm. my 485 interview is uh, on 29th of this month so i have an expired passport does
1: it cause any issues uh, can you get a passport because if you go to Houston or something like that you can get it like in a day or two and there is called top call service or something like that where you, yeah you get you get it like um,
8: you get it very quickly yeah, yeah. So, I printed everything uh, today. Uh, but uh, the thing is, like, if I don't, I have to still mail it. If I don't get it, like, I don't have anything to show. Even
1: Why can't you go? Where are you located
8: at? at San Francisco, near San so. There is one b- consulate nearby that. Yeah, but they don't, they
1: don't have any in-person. Uh, like... uh, try to see if there is some agencies, though. I would okay. rather want you to not take the old passport at all. I mean, at least take the old passport instead of not having any passport. I would rather want to have the
6: passport. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay? Yeah. And watch the first 15 minutes of this video, please, that I'm sending you. Okay. If you're not already watched it.
8: Yeah. Also one, uh, yeah, thank you so much. And also medicals, they said only if you haven't submitted. So I don't need to take any... uh, You
1: You already submitted, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. Now, to tell the truth, though, i'm not expecting the i'm not expecting the i'm not expecting uh, the uh, 485 problem so i, I have many situations where people don't have passports and they give the green card though you have your driving license yeah sh- it should be able to but i want you to at least take the old passport you send the old passport you don't have anything right so at least yeah, take the old a, passport that's a problem yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh, the, the guy Ahamed, says that 485 new card is penetrating. Yeah, that looks to be a good news for you, buddy. If you have I-140 approved prior to date current, medical submitted and you're good, that means that you are good. Next person please.
3: Thank
7: you. Yeah. Manish. Hey uh, Rahul, thanks for taking my call. Um, I have two questions regarding my uh, palm process. Uh, One is regarding the experience letters. Um, The attorney firm has asked me to get experience letters on the uh, company letterheads from my Mm -hmm. ex-employers. A couple of companies are not, you know, uh, doing that anymore. They referred me to, two two of my companies referred me to a a third-party service. Um, And I mean, essentially they give you the company code, you call that third-party service, and you just log into their website and print out any kind of employment verification. They're mm-hmm. saying that is not you know, valid. They want something on the letterhead signed in ink. I tried to explain them, to them that these are large multinational corporations. They're not going to pick up individual uh, calls and do that. Um, they said there's a risk of initially I-140 RFE during the i phase. Now today they send another email where they say, acknowledge that there's a risk of I 140 denial or refiling the perm, and you know, a bunch of I mean, I'm okay to acknowledge that risk because I've been through this process before with my previous employer, but I see this as something new. I mean, is there a risk with these employment letters? Uh, one, that's first question. And the second one is recently, my employer has gone through, um, I, I got an email saying a reduction in force due to which they cannot file my perm for another six months, is that, uh, is that a law? And is there any way to get around that?
1: Okay, first of all, when lawyers, see we as lawyers would like to present our case as good as possible though, okay? Now, if you want me to go to war, I want to have nuclear weapon in my side and everything else that's including a knife, okay? So definitely if you'd send me, there's a risk there. Acknowledge it. You have to say I acknowledge it. Okay. Um, there is a there is a, a there is an article written by Emily Newman. I posted it on the uh, on the chat group. That if you don't have experience letter, what
7: do you need? Okay. Yeah, I gave them the secondary evidence. They asked me about my yeah that, yeah that's fine
1: have... that's fine you. Um, uh, one second. There's two, uh, two things that you, yeah, if you have given all the secondary evidence, though, you should be mm-hmm. fine. Acknowledge the risk. Okay. Just okay. acknowledge okay, the I risk. Will do. And do it in premium processing so that you get away with all the troubles.
7: I mean, no, this is before the PERM process. They haven't still filed for PERM, uh, but they are basically thinking of the risk at I-140. Yeah, so, so, uh, yeah, that's that's fine. You just say, yes, I will take a risk and then go ahead. Okay, and uh, and and my second question was about the reduction in force. Um, is is there a way to get around that six month uh, wait period if there was a so? Reduction did they in force tell you not, that they cannot file for you? Yeah, they told me they cannot file until the next six months because there's been a reduction in force a couple of weeks ago. Leave the company, buddy, leave the company. Um,
1: it depends on the company, though. For example, if the company has reduced force. On Java 6.0, and you are Java 7.1. Okay, then you can say, "Look, that was 6.0. I'm 7.1. I should not be mm-hmm. here." But if the company determines, the HRB determines that all Java guys are gone, there is nothing you and I can do.
7: I, I, I don't think it was a mass layoff. There was probably one. It
1: doesn't or matter. It, det- it depends on wh- how they determine internally, though.
7: Okay. Even, yeah, they, the mass, I got an email.
1: even even if it's a mass layoff, mm-hmm. but they did not lay off Java
7: 7.0, They can save you and file it. Okay, is it because they they were there telling me it's not up to them; it's up to Department of Labor that they. Yeah, put that's what in the same category.
1: Just yeah, well, it's not up. Just like the way I try to convince my wife that she won't allow me to take the namings to the home. It's up to the company, okay? If the company doesn't sure. want it, the company can make its own rules. My wife says it's unhealthy, so you, you can't drink it, period. It's healthy, I can give you all certificates. No. And that's the same Got thing it. with your company. And right yeah. now, right now, IT is in the top demand. It has ever been in my life. absolutely. People are crazy in giving the salaries, people are giving offering. I mean, Facebook is hiring. My son got hired like 15 minutes. They did not even interview me. Dad, I didn't even know what my skills are. Like he didn't join because of that. I mean, that's how the things are right now. So go join another company that can file a poem faster. Next person. Please. All right. All
2: right. Thank you. Harish? My name is Harish and I have a question. Uh, my wife is currently outside the uh, United States and uh, right now my visa is getting over. So the company is going for renewal on premium. So should I also include my wife for the H4 uh, EAD filing? When,
1: no, sir. When your wife is outside the country, you cannot file for H4, period. And you cannot file for H4. There is no, there is no, and the H4 is not there. There's no EAD.
2: No, no, no EAD. I'm not talking about EAD. I'm just talking about only the H4. No, sir. You don't need a H-4,
1: first reason. You cannot file a H-4 either.
2: So she can just directly go to the interview using my H-1B copy, right? That's right. Here is a H-1B copy. Here is
1: a marriage certificate. There she gets H H-4. That's how I got my H-4 29 years ago or 28 years ago. Nothing has changed from that time to this time. Okay. Thank you. I never got H-4 approval. I just took my wife's H-1 approval, showed the marriage certificate, got it. Next person, please.
3: Bhavesh.
4: Hi, hi, Rahul uh, My name is uh, Suresh. Uh, actually, I have submitted my. Uh, uh, I I went for a downgrade EB two EB two to EB three downgrade, and uh, my priority date is October, uh, twenty eleven, and uh, my fingerprinting and bio, my biometrics and as well as my one forty has been approved, and uh, recently I got a. Uh, RFE for my four eighty uh, requesting for four eighty five J and also they wanted a two twenty five A form, so I have submitted like the 225A. two twenty five A. What is two twenty five A? uh three twenty five biographic information. Oh, G three twenty five. that's okay. That's okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I submitted that like a couple of weeks back, and uh, I just want to know: will it be? would they ask me again any other additional documents, or they will go for any decision?
1: 98% of the time, they were not going to ask anything. They'll go for decision. though. Oh. Uh, and the reason why they asked, uh, you filed in October of 2020. Why do they need to file? You filed in October, is it right?
4: Yes, October 20 last year. And my priority yeah. date, 2011, October 2011.
1: Which service center
4: is this? Uh, Texas. Oh, and come
1: on, a- on. They don't know what they're doing.
4: Yeah, another thing, what they're doing. another thing is, I did not, uh, I'm working for the same company for more than 11 years. I don't know why they did ask 40, 485J as well. My position did not change. Every, any, same. That's not
1: the question. You
4: filed an I 140, they didn't need
1: it. The guy doesn't know what he's doing. The G325, we normally ask G3, they, they ask this question for the cases that filed in 2012 because they can't determine if you're still working for the similar kind. These people have no clue what they are doing right now. Uh, mm. But it, the decision should be made. But Texas is the worst. Oh. Keep watching us. We may go for the litigation if you guys want to join. Uh, I'll take the last caller, and I will go to the chat group, guys. So, uh, so if you have any questions, post them in the chat. I'll answer them as much as possible. Thank you. That is stupid to
6: ask those questions. Saumya, hey sir, uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. One quick question, and so. Um, Again, same uh, EB2, EB3 downgrade, um, got RFE for 140, went for premium, finally it is all done. Um, but uh, I have not received a EAD or AP so far. Um, is this normal? Uh, have you seen anybody? Yes. Uh, is it Texas
1: Service Center? Uh,
6: no, uh, Nebraska.
1: Yeah, it's normal. Nothing, Nothing odd about you. Nothing odd about you.
6: Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir.
1: Uh, I'm going to go through the questions here. Satish, I don't have my birth certificate name. What should I do? Uh, get two affidavits, uh, Affidavits. the draft of the affidavits. Gayatri is going to provide you there. You check it. PERM um, approved. What is the expiration on PERM in order to file both EB2 and EB3? Um, the PERM will expire in six months though, 180 days to be exact. But once you file one of it, then the rest of the second one can be filed at any time, though. Uh, Well, Charlie is making statements on his own. Yeah, 7% quota is there. But if the 7% doesn't get filled out, all the rest should be given to Indian nationals. And that stupid guy doesn't want to give it. I don't know why, and he's wasting the green cards by, by, uh, by, by delaying the whole thing. So please keep writing the letters that I am issuing. Uh, I'm going to give you right now because we still have time to save the. We still have time to save the. We still have time to save the green cards. Eighty thousand green cards, guys. If you keep writing this letter, that will be very good. I'm going to send you that letter for you guys. Uh, One second. Keep sending this letter, guys, that I'm putting. We may save the 80,000 green cards. Still, still, right now. I got married recently, just two weeks ago. I got my GC approved. Um, The only question, Rama, is um, is your spouse in the country? If your spouse is in the country, though, drop an email at info at rnlawgroup.com. I'm going to call you. Oh, he's already in the US on H1B. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Rama, Mr. or Miss Rama. Drop an email to me at uh, info at rnloggroup.com. We can file your 485 and adjustment of status right now. We can do it next week, though, for your response. Um, The AR, Durban has sent only a few sections at this point of time. It is a rumor, at least for us, though there is no official information, that he sent only a certain section of it. That is a rumor for us right now we are unable to uh, determine that he only sent some parts of it. Uh, I-140 is still pending. Try to get the things. Should I go for medical? Yes, we recommend that you go for medicals. Um, is If the alien number need to be mentioned on the uh, medical, it's okay if you don't mention. I would avoid it because too. Yeah, I, I would typically avoid it. but if somebody mentions it, it's okay, it's not a bad deal. Um, I140 downgrade premium processing the prior date is not retained. Will there be any problem? Um, no, send a service request for them to correct it. Send a service request to correct it, then you'll be fine. You should not have any problem. Rajesh and Rama seems to be wife and husband. Please drop an email to me, guys. I will call you back. I will call you. Make sure you put your phone number. I'll call you at info at rnlagrub.com. You can file adjustment of status. The prior date is current. You never know when the prior date is going to go back. You can file it immediately at adjustment of status. Can I file I 140 and EB2 and EB3 at the same time? Absolutely, you can, Chandra. Uh, what's the reason for a new bill for legal people, for California Senator, and from Rand Paul? But they're trying different, different methods of getting the things. We still, at this point of time, we don't have this budget bill passed, guys. If the budget bill passed, we don't need Rand Paul's bill, though but the budget bill is not passed. And sometimes these people just will try to pretend they're working on it, even if it's going to be passed or not. So uh, we don't know what their purpose is, but definitely I would rather want to focus on the budget bill to be passed though. Uh, do I have any chance of filing in 2016? If you keep writing the letters, there are very many successful stories if you keep writing the letters that we do, you have a chance, otherwise, you don't. I485 is it, still pending priority. Are there any escalations I can do in NBC? No, you can't because you filed in. It is not your priority date that determines, it is your uh, processing time though. Uh, age out kid. Priority date is current, but final action date, or perm is pending in EB3. If we apply additional status in EB2 and get EAD, can we switch to EB3? It's a little bit confusing, the question, what you're speaking. I don't know, this uh, 8244, I think so, you need to focus on your daughter first and then forget about the EB2 and EB3 later on, though. So you may want to have a consultation on that, but I, I want to focus on your daughter because it's very confusing. Uh, Sweta has this question, she filed for a fine in 2020. Now EB2, uh, she's eligible in EB2. Oh, Sweta, I am not inclined to file for EB2 right now. Um, Sunil uh, has a question, if you carry the birth certificate, I have not seen any problem whatsoever at all in traveling back and advanced world. Not so at all. Even if the kids are not with you, it's perfectly okay. Uh, Thank you, guys. So the next conference call will be tomorrow uh, at, uh, sorry, on Monday at 3.30.
0: Thank you for listening to Ready & Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites